Welcome to another episode. I'm Sabrina Lynn, and this is Rewilding. Kind of went for it in this one. Uh, I know that it says this is the new moon astrology. Uh, the last 10 minutes, I think, are the astrology report. <laughs> the whole first, I don't know, two-thirds of this conversation is really about kind of current energetics, this move into the Aquarian energy. Um, if I were to feel into what is the greatest thing we could be doing right now in this energy, and of course it has to do with this new moon, but it's more of an overall grander picture. Uh, it's kind of hard to put words to. I hope that it's inspiring. Um, it came from a very inspired place within myself. There's maybe a tiny little more that I would add. So I recorded it yesterday. Uh, I'm recording this intro the day after I recorded the astrology. And something that's really arisen uh, for me and just in the community, I've had some one-on-one -on -one calls with some beautiful, beautiful souls who are joining Mystery School in 2023 and really got to, I don't know, like put my finger on the pulse of what's of of what's a deeper calling that's happening. And I'm really feeling sacred warrior so strongly. Okay, just bear with me for a moment and see if you can relate to any of this. And if you can, come over to the Facebook group and drop a note. I would love to hear where we're all at with this. Um, it's something that I'm crazy called to hold space for. Um, I know this theme is weaving into our mystery school. So for those of you who are in mystery school or maybe thinking about starting mystery school with us on January 1st of 2023, uh, this will be a theme that we will be supporting heavily. And it's this movement from I'm on a seeking path or an awakening path or a path toward wholeness or reclamation of full self too. I am called to serve. I am called to be a light worker. I am called to do something about the state of the world, the state of humanity, the state of things. I'm called to do something or be a part of the change that's happening. This is something so loud, at least in maybe the, the, those who are tighter into rewilding. Um, I know like our 18-month teacher training program, our mystery school, this is really loud. I know within the rewilding team, this is really loud. But I want to hear from you all. I would love to hear, is this like sacred activism, sacred warrior, um, call to be of service. Is this something that's loud for you? And to do it, here's the interesting part. There's two things that I see coming up with this. The interesting part is, one, how? These are the two questions I keep hearing. How? How, how do I do it in my unique way? Right? Where do I even begin? How do I do this? I'm, I'm working a corporate job, but I'm, it's not where my soul is at. So how do I start? you know, and what is my unique way? That's maybe the second question. One is how do I start? Two is, you know, what is my unique way? How do I, in my own 
genius way, and we talk about this stepping into your genius in this episode, but how do I, in my unique way, shine a light into the world? How am I called to serve in my way, in the ways that I can, in the ways that I'm, not just can, but the ways that I'm innately wired to? Innately wired to do. There are many, many things that we are not called to do. We could but it's not the highest way that we're called to do things. Okay, so that's question two. I've, I've added a third question onto this. And the third question, this one might resonate with you too, is if I do step into this, how do I go about doing it and not getting blasted? Sabrina, I'm an empath. Sabrina, I'm sensitive. Sabrina, I've been living like a hermit for a long time. Sabrina, I live a very quiet, um, very protected life. How the heck do I serve, go out in the world, take action, become a sacred activist, um, step into, you know, shining a light or being a light worker out in the world. How do I do it and not get blown apart? Because the world breaks my heart. I can't even watch the news right now. I can't get all of those questions. How, how do I do this? Where do I find the muscles, the stamina, the, the boundaries to be able to do this? This has got me fired up like a crazy person. <laughs> Um, and I would really, I hope that this episode, I know it's astrology based, but I hope this, this episode brings you some ideas or some inspiration so that you can deepen into, into you, right? Into you, into full you, true you, um, maybe you that's in service to the change that's happening in our world or, and, and. Your service can literally be praying in your cave in the mountains, right? Like that is service too. And so I just, I don't want us to think it has to be some, oh my gosh, I must start a new business. Oh my gosh, it must be, you know, look a certain way. Like, no, 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 it, it can literally be, I'm actually really called to be in a cave praying. That is my sacred action. And that is what is so deeply true for me. Um, so my hope is that this conversation um, supports you on your path. If you'd like some more support or maybe if mystery school kind of like pinged you a little bit when I spoke about that, uh, doors are still open to that. You can feel into that. That's on sabrinalynn.com. Also in this podcast, we I just opened the doors to a new workshop. It's a great entry point. So if you've never done any rewilding work or you've never been in a program or a circle with me, it's a great doorway in and it's rewilding your shadow. Uh, so it's, I talk more about it. I won't talk more here, but there's a crazy cool discount going on right around this time, end of November, 2022. Uh, I think it's 40% off, right? It's $27. It's yeah, it's, it's a really good doorway in and can also help to support um, if you're asking yourself any of those three questions that I just mentioned, this could be a good support, just something to feel into. Again, you'll find the link in the show notes below or on sabrinalynn.com. All right. Ah, I hope this episode serves in the most perfect of ways for you. Can we be a little bit goofy today? I have tried to film this new moon in Sag video for November 23rd, maybe eight times. 
I think if I start off the video just asking for your permission, like, can this just be goofy? Can it be big? Can there be a lot of energy in this one? Uh, I feel like if I state that up front, maybe uh, I won't feel like I have to reel it in. <laughs> All right, we're just gonna go for it. So this is not editing. I'm not starting over again. Whatever comes out, I am totally trusting. Um, Here's where I'd like to start this conversation with is the energetics of this new moon are really um, big. They're explosive. They're visionary. They're stepping into the new. There's a lot of energy, a lot of Sag. New moon and Sag, it's fire. It's expansive. So when I start to tap into this energy and why I've had to repeat or start the video over a million times is because it's so huge that it just wants to blow up my whole system. Um, so let me feel into where I'd like to open the door first. Okay, so we're coming out of Scorpio season. Scorpio season is the underworld. It's excavating, it's shadow territory, it's the depths, it's what's hidden in the unconscious, right? It can also feel like stagnant energy. It can also feel like stuck, can't move forward. That's Scorpio season. Now we've got Venus, Mercury, the sun, the moon, all of them moved into Sagittarius for this new moon. That will feel for many of us like, <laughs> I can breathe again. I can move again. I can like look forward. There's a visionary energy to Sagittarius. I can look forward. I can uh, expand my thinking. I can start to step into new moon energy as a stepping into the new, new chapter, new beginning. I can start to step into my new life. Can you feel that? If you're feeling it, I'd love to know. I would, I would love to know. Like, just drop, a, just drop a comment below saying like, yep, feeling new life. Would love to just feel. Um, sometimes it takes a little longer for some of us. Sometimes part of our new life is still excavating the wisdom from the depths. So this is a moment, this new moon, as everything has just shifted out of Scorpio season, it's a moment to excavate and with Mars still retrograde in Gemini, so Gemini is the mind, Mars is our action-orientated self, right? It's the warrior in us, it's the doer in us, it's what drives our lives forward, it's very directional, gets things done, right? Is going backwards, so is still in a reflective state, revise, revision, reflect, and with it being in Gemini, it's very, it's very much affecting our mental realm, and most of us live primarily in the mental realm. So just know that that's still going on. And this moment in time where hmm, uh, we're moving out of Scorpio into Sag, it's a, it's a moment where we can really uh, call up the wisdom from this eclipse season from Scorpio season. We can call up the wisdom from the depths. So those of you who shadow work, right? You work in the shadow realms or you take underworld journeys into like a shamanic journey into the underworld to, to get the wisdom that's residing there. This is a moment in time where it's literally all those doors are open. We're still in that eclipse energy, which is Scorpio eclipse seat, right? It's all about 
the underworld. It's all about excavating, right? Pluto, America's still in its Pluto return. That's Hades. That's the underworld. Still all about excavating. Kali is on Uranus, right? Kali is all about bringing the light to the dark, bringing the bringing consciousness to the unconscious, bringing the truth out, bringing the truth out, revealing the truth, revealing the depths of our soul, revealing true self. So all of that's happening now is this amazing moment in time to do those journeys but to do those shadow work do those unconscious you know underworld journeys journey into the unconscious journey into our deep intuitive selves right journey into like akashic records are very open book of life right akashic records book of life very very similar but to journey in and to ask for <laughs> ask for what's ready um, what am I ready to step into? What am I ready to step out of, right? In this new beginnings, it's, it's, it's always an ending for a beginning, a death for a birth, an ending for a beginning. So it's sometimes we, we go in this, you know, we have this mindset of like new beginnings, but we, we're just like, ah, yes. And, and that, that energy is totally there. And a lot of times it's creating the space for the new. So a lot of times it's still the letting go. It's still the letting go, creating the space so that we can, so that we do have room, so that we do have a more open mind to think differently, so that we can bring in something else into our lives or create something else in our lives. Um, because of this, <laughs> actually, let me just say this. One of the questions I am asked the most, the most in the rewilding community for the last eight years has been, Sabrina, how do I do shadow work? How do I go into the underworld? How do I access my intuition? How, how do I get into you know, my Akashic records? How do I access my golden shadow? We've been talking about golden shadow. It's what's residing in our underworld, our own underworld, our own hidden, our own unconscious, what's residing there as potentials as our unique genius, as what we're being called to step into, as you know, what is the greatest expression of self, the fullest potential, that all resides there too. So the, that, those questions, like how do I do this? How do, where do I start? Like what's the most powerful way? What's the most direct line way? What's the safest way, right? Because there's all sorts of like crazy talk around shadow work and underworld journeys and shamanic journeys and you know like they can be deemed all kinds of wild things so because of this question being the most the most asked question that we get we i <laughs> i just keep saying we it is a team effort right like it's a completely a team effort um but last week i put together um a an hour and a half, or I think it's an hour and 45 minute workshop, rewilding your shadow. A shamanic journey that takes you right into your underworld, right to your book of life. You're held in a very sacred, very safe space. We work with the Shakti of the Great Mother, right, as a guide into your own underworld. I take you step by step by step by step by step in a super simple way right into this territory to really be able to ask any question. This is the, the part when this all came through, it was, it was mind blowing to me of, oh my gosh, you can take this journey, this rewilding your shadow, this underworld journey for any life question you have, 
any any triggering event like wow what's here what's going on with my mom how do i heal this what's being asked here what's my deepest calling what's my genius that's wanting to reveal itself do i move to california or do i move to colorado do i move to australia right all of these things you can literally journey and just know like whether you do this workshop or not this is a potential area to access within all of us you, you have that territory within yourself and so maybe you have tools and maybe you have ways of accessing that. This new moon is such a good time to be going into that territory. So find the circles, find the spaces, find the shamanic drumming tracks, do your meditations, you know, whatever it is that gets you into that territory to go deeper, right? It's deeper. You want to go beyond the limitations of the mental realm. You want to go beyond the limitations of the mental realm into this deeper territory. It's a, it's a deeper, uh, it's, it's like that question of like, how do I access my intuition or how do I know my intuition from just my mind, you know, trying to come up with, or how do I know my intuition from my safety security patterns? How do I know my true self from my false self? So finding the ways to access that powerful during this new moon window. Powerful. We're still in this eclipse season, still a very destined time. We've got Kali, Uranus on the North Node. That's true. That's true North. That's destiny. That's where you're headed. That's potentials. That's where you're called to in order to express the greatest potential within you. Right? That line is so lit up. I like to call it the, the, the destiny line, right? It's... It's so lit up, and I'll talk more about these, the astrology in a moment, but I, I really want to encourage all of us to think about, and maybe now is a, is a moment to just, you know, you could write this in the comments. I love reading the comments. I read all of the comments for at least the first two days after a video goes out, always. I, I think it's, it's such a gift to me. Um, so if you want to share in the comments, please do, or if you want to write on your own, um, go for it. Just take some notes, but it's like, okay, how am I, during this new moon, how am I, or this moment in time, these couple of weeks, right? It's a short window, but these couple of weeks, how am I going to get into my inner world? How am I going to get into this territory of my golden shadow? How am I going to go deeper and deeper and deeper into my wisdom self, right? To access deeper truths, to, to access deeper truths. How am I going to do it? And just write down, how are you going to do it? I'm going to take long walks in nature. I'm going to go on that retreat. I'm going to go to yoga because that takes me in. I'm going to do the rewilding your shadow workshop with Sabrina, right? It's like there's a crazy deal on it. Like just check the link below. It's crazy. It's $27, right? It's crazy. And it's a tool you can use anytime for anything constantly over and over and over and over and over again. Um, but really feeling into, you know, what will get me there? I'd love to share this journey with you. I'd love to share these practices. They've been developing over, you know, a decade of working in this territory. And it's kind of distilled into, boom, here's a direct line right into the shadow territory, right into the golden shadow, right into the unconscious, right into the underworld. And not to do like deep, grungy, gritty, puke it out kind of work, right? Although that sometimes emotional releasing and releasing old wounds or old pains or old blocks is something that comes up, 
It's something that comes up because it's what liberates you and frees you to step into your allness. So sometimes it's that, but it's not always that. We always think shadow. We think, oh my God, this is going to be horrible. I'm going to be, you know, whatever, crying my eyes out for days or raging or throwing up in a bucket to release all the blocked emotions. No, no, it's not always that. Sometimes it's just as simple as going into the underworld and then you see the next thing that you are called to step into. And that's the part that I really want to highlight right now. In this Sag New Moon, in this energy, it's like the part that you see as a possibility for your life. If you were going to let go of what other people thought, this Gary V quote came up the other day. I love it. It's so good. Go and do something you've been wanting to do that you're desperately scared about what your parents, the world, the market, your social media, I'm going to add on to that, your partner, your family, your friends, your community will think. Go out and do that thing. Just, just, just go do that. And to me, that like sums up this, this moment in time. Something else, just real big picture, and then I'll dial in. Like I'll dial into some of the archetypal energies active and present during this new moon. But one of these overarching energies of this moment in time is <laughs> it's not a nice to have. This is how it feels in my system. And this is why I'm facilitating mystery schools and priestess trainings. And we're going to do a sacred warrior something at some point. And, you know, came up with the rewilding your shadow workshop. Like why? But just on fire at the moment is because I'm feeling this energy strongly and you feel for what's true for you, right? Everything I say, feel for what's true for you, but let the deep wisdom talk. Don't let little self don't let little self be the judge. Let deep wisdom, like wise self, be the one to discern what resonates with you. And so for me, how this feels is it's not just nice or a luxury to be able to step into our unique genius anymore. Where maybe a decade ago, it was like, whoa, you're really lucky that you get to embrace your destiny, that you get to step into your unique genius. You're really, how many times I've heard that in my life? You're lucky, Sabrina, that you get to do what you love. We don't all get to do what we love. I'm gonna call bullshit. I'm, I'm gonna call bullshit on that so hard, right? To me, this moment in time, this moving into the Aquarian age, this energy, this intensity that we've been in for a few years now, and we're gonna continue to be in this cooker, continue to be in this cooker is it's not just for the select few, right? Or you're lucky. It's not for the lucky ones to be able to step into your genius. It's that we must, we must, it's essential now. It's essential that we own our genius, that we own our unique expression. It is the thing that will gift this world it is the thing that will get us out of the mess that we're in because we've all been a herd of sheep following along with stupid shit for way too long. And so it's, it's this, this Aquarian age, right? Fly your freak flag. Own your genius. Fuck off the system, right? Not in a resentful, horrible way, but it's like finding that stamina and that courage within to stand outside of the tribe to stand outside of the herd, to not follow along blindly with all of what the 
parents at school are doing, right? Like, no. Like, today, this is a really stupid story. But I was feeling into our conversation today and what most serves. And things always happen as I'm meditating on things, right? The world constantly talking. Everything's interacting with everything, right? And when my focus is on, okay, what serves, what serves, what serves, the way I walk my dog, the animals that appear on the trail, you know, the interactions with humans, all of that, all of that, like, is weaving in and dancing in this cauldron and, and the, the threads, the tapestry of life, right? And, and so this morning, I'm, I'm feeling into what serves for this conversation. And I, I'm on a trail and I'm walking my dog. And now the rule, the societal tribal rule is dog must be on leash, right? It's 6.30 in the morning. There are thousands of acres and basically with a bunch of cows as well right there's trails there's cows there's whatever like mountain lions there's fox there's all sorts of stuff out there wild but my dog must be on a leash now i get why but hold on like let's just reel this in because i don't want to make this story take too long but i i'm coming up and i read every situation right if there's an if there's a person walking with a cane on the trail, I will call my dog to me immediately, put him on a leash, right? Because to me, that is the highest thing that serves that moment in time. It's how I live my whole life, right? What is the highest thing that serves this moment in time? I don't give a fuck about this stupid leash law, right? <laughs> However, if there was a, uh, like a, whatever you call the person who gives you the ticket, the fine for not having your dog on a leash, right? I would go, oh, highest thing right here, put the dog on a leash so I don't get a ticket, right? But um, So I do care about the law, but I care more about universal truth, truth in the moment than I care about the tribe following, drinking the Kool-Aid, following the herd of sheep. So here's what happens. So I'm walking and um, <laughs> and I get shamed. Like, it's a shame, right? I'm extraordinarily sensitive, right? Just like having worked how I've worked and done what I've done for a long time, right? My job is to read in. It's to read deeper. It's to read emotions. It's to read. I hear intuitions more than I hear people's words, right? I hear feels, deep feels in people more than I hear their words. That's a deeper, truer feel for me. By the way, I think we're all moving into that. So for those of you who are really resonating, we're moving into that. Like that's becoming our language and that language is a deeper, truer language than what has to be filtered through the mind and then out into a language to be spoken, right? So uh, anyways, I'm going way off on a super, super tangent, but I'm going to get to the point. So what happens is this, this shame happens. This woman's walking her dog on a leash. My dog and I are like, we're off. We're not even bothering them. We're not near them. We're away from them. But the, the glare, right? The, just the glare that's coming. And I feel my system, right? And it wants to avoid the pain that I feel of being, I don't know, illegal, not following the rules, the pain that I'm feeling as I'm getting the glare, right? This, this energy coming directly at me. And I'm walking and I go, okay, um, how do I respond to this energy with who I am now? And I was like, you know what? The greatest thing that I can do in this moment is I can actually, 
beam. This sounds so weird and it's so hard to find words for this. I hope this is landing in some way, right? Like just let this be a gift in whatever way it's gifting. But it's this energy of how, how can I stand in this truth, right? The truth that it is crazy healthy for my dog to be off a leash. It's crazy healthy for me to not have my dog on a leash and to be able to creatively freely walk out in nature in the wild, right? It's, it is the greatest thing that the dog and I have, right? And, and so owning that and standing so solidly in that, that I don't feel guilty for not having my dog on a leash, that I actually have compassion for someone who doesn't have the freedom to feel into what is true in the moment and what most serves in the moment, despite what the tribe is doing. Right? That's what got kicked up on me. So yada, 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 all those stinking words to get to this point. Let me say this again, because this is the important part. To stand so solidly in my truth and to have compassion for the evil eyes coming at me. It wasn't that evil, but the shame, the guilt, the, right? And some of us experienced that in COVID, like when we didn't wear a mask, you were literally shamed for not wearing a mask or you were shamed for wearing a mask, right? It didn't matter. So just feel back. This is a really powerful doorway in. This is a place that you could meditate during this new moon. It's a place that you could meditate of, right? How solidly can I stand in, how solidly am I connected one to my truth, right? When I know what's serving, I know what's serving and I know without a shadow of a doubt that it was serving for my dog to not be on a leash at 6.30 in the morning where there are like three people in the whole of these thousands and thousands of acres, right? I know without a shadow of a doubt. And I know without a shadow of doubt that it served for me not to put my dog on a leash when we came up to this person. I know, right? She's probably furious, whatever has happened for her, but I know. So one, what is your connection to that and how can you strengthen that? How can you strengthen your deep, true knowing and to live from that deep place of truth? Number two, how can you strengthen your muscle, right? Your muscle, your capacity to stand in it despite the pressures to conform. Despite the pressure to conform, the shame, the judgment, sometimes it's a look, but sometimes it's comments on social media. Sometimes it's a person saying something to you. To you. Sometimes it's laws against you. Like you can't take public transport if you haven't had your COVID shots, right? So it's all of that, but, but taking this to ourselves, let's not put it external, let's not blame the system. Everything's all crumpling anyways. It's gonna continue to fall apart. But really taking it in, this is, where, this is where the jewels are right now, is to take it in and to go, okay, all right, um, can I practice this? How, how can I, one, access my deeper truths? Rewilding your shadow helps. <laughs> no, no, really and truly though, that workshop will help. but. Then the second step is how can I strengthen my capacity to not be swayed, not be convinced to conform, right? Yeah, just that, just that in this Sag new moon <laughs> and this energy going forward into really owning our unique genius. All right, so we had a tiny little intermission. I had some other calls to do and some other teachings to do. So if you're feeling the energy shifted a little bit, uh, that's why. But 
I didn't want to cut us off short in our conversation around this new moon in Sagittarius on the 23rd. I wanted to be able to give you some of the specific aspects that are going on during this new moon too, and even maybe some ways how you can work with some of them too, as always, get the most out of this, this new moon. Okay, so let's talk a little bit more about Sagittarius energy, just because it's Sun, Moon, but also Venus and Mercury in Sagittarius energy. I'll weave it in with Jupiter. So Jupiter is also trining the Sun and the Moon. Jupiter's in a beautiful aspect, so supportive to this new Moon, adding more Jupiter. Sagittarius is Jupiter's home sign, and so really adding even more to this hopeful optimism, um, potentials, higher learning, um, seeking. Uh, there's a spiritual seeking oftentimes with Sag or what else is out there? What more is out there? Travel is Sagittarius energy. And so feeling into this future visions or future potentials as well with Sagittarius energy. Um, it falls, the new moon falls on one degree of Sag. So if you have your birth chart, that's something you can do is look at where one degree Sag is at. If not, I did a free masterclass where you I show you how to run a free birth chart and how to read it. It's helpful to, if this sings to you, to look at where, which house the new moon falls in. So the house determines the area of life that this energy will be falling in or where it will light up what area of your how what area of your life it will be lighting up like let's say it's lighting up the seventh house right one degree sag is your seventh house it will be lighting up relationships for you but if you just go look at your chart you can look at where that is and kind of determine things and use that to guide your intention settings uh your rituals maybe if you do new moon rituals or where you're planting seeds okay enough of that uh, let's talk a little bit about how spiritual this particular new moon is one sag kind of opens up realms to higher learning and can open up realms to spiritual insights as well but also Neptune's in the mix. So Neptune's doing some really cool things, one squaring Mars, but there's also another aspect. And if I had the chart, I would be able to tell you, but I don't have the chart in front of me, but just know that Neptune's a player in this. Neptune, I always think of Neptune as like loosening our, our perceptions, or let's say we have like the, the blinders on and Neptune like, Neptune's a very foggy energy, uh, watery, but fog, like can create fog. But if we look at it or feel into it from what is the gift here? What is the gift here? It's like letting a fog roll in because the way that we were seeing things is not the highest way to see them. That's something that you could meditate with is like, okay, the way that I'm seeing my relationship, my job, my whatever, can I let the fog of Neptune roll in to take me to a higher perception, a higher vantage point, a higher way of seeing things. Neptune's beautiful for that. 
Also, Neptune is great for spiritual practice. So just like on the simple mundane realms, spiritual journeys are really powerful right now. Again, there's the rewilding your shadow, which is a spiritual journey. If you're like, I don't have a spiritual journey to do, the link's in the bio or the description below, and it's 27 bucks, um, at least for now. So go check it out. But um, any kind of spiritual practice that you're called to, Neptune's very, very supportive of that at the moment. The final piece that I want to talk about is uh, Uranus being so uh, still throwing lightning bolts. So I spoke in the last video, if you haven't watched the last video on the eclipse, again, that lasts for about six months and we're still very much in the energy of that eclipse. And that was a Uranus eclipse. So you can go find out more links up here or down below to go watch that video. But Uranus is, um, for me, how it feels in this moment is, is in the awakening phase. He's an awakener, like wake up to yourself wake up to the truth, wake up to your destiny, wake up to this, wake up to the thing that you have been avoiding or haven't wanted to see, or, you know, like, wake up, it's right in front of you, wake up, this isn't working, wake up, um, you're not on the, you're not on the highest path, wait, wake up, this is really uncomfortable, wake up, there's a rub here, and so that's a place to really feel into, like, where is the world trying to wake me up, what is it, that I don't want to see? What, what do I know that I don't want to know? What do I sense that I don't want to sense? That's Uranus energy. Uh, we'll, and it will keep throwing it in your face. Uranus is currently conjunct the North Node and Kali. We have to talk about Kali. Um, by the way, Uranus is also in a Queen Chile with this new moon so it's active it's it's activated yeah it's still active because it's in the eclipse and it's active because it's on the north node and with kali but it's also in really good aspect or really alive aspect to this new moon uh, so let's talk kali uh kali let me feel for a second so if uranus is already on the north node your true north your destiny your potentials if Uranus is like, wake up to yourself, wake up to this, um, is, is like throwing lightning bolts, Kali comes in and she creates a life tsunami so that you step into who you truly are. Um, Kali energy is fierce grace. It's, it's fierce grace. It's fierce grace meaning, <laughs> I don't care if this hurts your little self feelings. There's more to you. Um, Kali is ego slayer, uh, liberator. So it's very spiritual archetypal energy. I know she gets deemed as, you know, uh, this wild woman, dark goddess archetype. But when you get to the, the true essence of Kali, it is pure love and it is, it is, um, it is a love, uh, a love of your true self so much that she will stop at nothing, stop at nothing to show you who you really are. It's very, very high, um, high spiritual wisdom. 
but it's embodied spiritual wisdom. It's, it's, an, it's an embodied, it's the feminine, it's goddess, it's an embodied spiritual wisdom. And so it's, um, I'm not asking you to just be spiritual at church or just be spiritual while you're on the yoga mat or just be spiritual while you're meditating. It's like, I'm asking you to be aligned with who you are everywhere. The other thing is, um, let me feel for a second. I think that's it on Kali. I think that's, I think that's it. Yeah, uh, some of you have the Kali retreat. Uh, that's something you could walk into if you're feeling it. If you're, if you do not have the Kali retreat, it's not open right now. Um, but a doorway into doing work in that territory would be rewilding. Uh, your shadow that particular journey and there might even be a sneaky way into the Kali retreat uh, if you do end up going into rewilding your shadow that particular workshop there's a sneaky way into Kali there's also a sneaky way into rewilding movement we talked about that it's not public um, but it's an offering through the uh, rewilding your shadow so just a few little like <laughs> insider insider things around that journey if you're called to it okay uh that's it i think for this new moon yeah that feels complete it feels really good i just send you a lot of new moon blessings and um, if there's anything that you would love for me to dive more into so maybe we went into a little bit of a topic around true north or we went into dark goddess territory with kali or we went into something in this video and you're like wow sabrina i would love more on that let me know we're kind of doing this whole revamp of what it is that we're creating out in the world what our podcasts will be what our episodes will be about and so would love to hear from you if you've got a suggestion or you're just like Sabrina like please do more on this or love when you do these things like that feedback is really really helpful for us so if you feel to in the comments below that would be great it's also really beautiful to hit the like button it just helps us a ton and of course if you don't want to miss anything you can always subscribe this way you get notifications when new videos come out all right thank you so much and happy new moon to you mm -hmm.